Adventure Required, let's go camping. Welcome to Adventure Required, where Ty and Graham lead you on an epic journey of expedition planning, prepping, and executing. Join us every week-ish to learn about camping styles, setups, tricks and tips, gear reviews, and interviews with seasoned adventurers. We want to help you learn from our mistakes, successes, and show you what works for us to help make your adventure possible. We want to teach you that you don't need the shiniest rigs or the nicest equipment to have fun, only the willingness to explore. Hi, I'm Ty. And I'm Graham. Let's go camping. Well, hello adventurers. We are here for episode three, May Long Weekend or as it's supposed to be called, Victoria Day Long Weekend. But like everybody calls it May Long Weekend. It's not even May Long Weekend. It's just May Long, I think. Yes. <laughs> just synonymous. That's em- uh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we got out for the weekend. Weren't really planning on it. And then uh, the weather kind of kept flip-flopping. So we decided to go out. Where did we go, Ty? Uh, we went to Burnt Timber, which is just northwest of Cremona a little bit on mm-hmm. a road called plant road and it runs between kind of just north of cremona and the highway 40 here in alberta and that is in the ghost public land use zone if anybody knows or cares and it's funny because it's closest to like the wipress area but you can't access it from the wipress area unless you go all the way around you go all the way up high 40 and then east and then back down south agreed Mm. So, with this episode, I guess we're going to cram in the prep and the weekend because it's holiday Monday already now and we're both home and we didn't do an episode prior to leaving. So, here it is. And it was rainy. So, and it was rainy. Yeah. So, so we, we decided to bail a week, a day early and mm. not have to air our tents out when we got home. Yep. That's actually very nice. For tent camping, that's something you definitely have to consider. You have to be able to open up the tent at home. I don't have a garage, so that sucks. (laughs) And it's still raining, which means that it would be tucked away for a few days here before I'd actually be able to open it. And Mm -hmm. that's no good for anybody. No no good at all. (laughs) So uh, let's talk about spot selection, I guess. eh? How we we find a, a place. Well, I guess um, our chief method is scouting by cars and kind of like keep your eyes open for stuff as you go through there, right? So if you're going to highway or to like kilometer 24 and you see something at a kilometer 12, then definitely mark it, mark it, or just make it like a mental note of it really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find that there ends up being a lot of things that happen on the weekend, just a lot going on. Um, definitely mark it if it's like a oh my gosh spot then uh, yeah. definitely mark it yeah so we will typically do stuff like that but if we're kind of going to somewhere we relatively know or not don't know much at all we'll do a lot of like aerial recon if you will via like gaia <laughs> gps and uh google maps google maps kind of anything we can get our hands on to do uh kind of to see what's there and oftentimes people park their trailers at really sweet spots and stay there for a while and Mm -hmm. 
gosh darn it if those don't those google google cameras <laughs> don't give away some pretty some pretty slick spots yeah if, if they can get their trailer there you can probably get your trailer there mm-hmm. some people are pretty brave though like said person on thursday right we had an individual who came to ask if we could put a, they could put a trailer at a camp spot and i was didn't know really anything about them and didn't know what kind of trailer it was. And I was just like, probably like, I don't, I don't see why not. Depends how brave you are. Depends how much brave you are, how much time, how resourceful you are. Like it's May long weekend, man. Spots are at a premium and especially the good ones. So like if you really, and like if you've camped with your 26 foot trailer all weekend and it's every weekend, it's raised on lifted, lifted and on big tires, then, like, yeah, you can probably fit there. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's just pause for a sec. Well, sorry if there was any noise there. It turns out my dryer went into an auto, like, re-non-wrinkling <laughs> thing. And big winter jackets, because it oh, snowed nice. this weekend, are mm-hmm. heavy and buttony and make noise. <laughs> I couldn't it's actually hear anything, up. so. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. Um so we source individuals caused a little bit of damage to oh, their yes. trailer. Mm-hmm. And the moral of that story is be careful when you drive trailers around. And maybe don't try and yeah. get your rented trailer into places that you shouldn't. Yeah, it's probably not the best idea. Probably not a good idea. But they were good sports about it. They no one broke down crying, so That's good. They were they were able to get themselves tis. out with a lot of help. Tis what it is. From myself. <laughs> You're um, such a good guy. Right? So, yeah. So, we used Gaia GPS, Google, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. We used, we have uh, the premium Gaia, so we kind of are a bit spoiled with the uh, Alberta map book, back roads map books. Back road maps. Yeah. Back road map books. Mm-hmm. So, we have all those overlays and then some... Uh, so that gives you all the OHV trails because that's something that's important to us yeah. is being able to get to uh, off-highway trails without loading up side-by-sides. Well, in some of this area... Packing up tents, cetera, A lot of this area, too, we know fairly well. Been there quite a bit. And so then every time we go, mark down uh, spots that we see just in Gaia and then we can reference back and find the mile markers and everything just to find yeah. that spot. But the spot that you found because you went out early on the Wednesday. So the spot that you found was actually like prime and away from everybody kind of right on the side of a clear cut area. So there was no camping in that area, but we were right on the side of a side by side trail or ATV trail. So that was really nice actually. And we've ridden there before had seen that spot. So yeah, kind of good, uh, good grab, I would say. Yeah. And actually I had passed, I had passed it thinking that I could get somewhere better because you said you wanted a nice rock feature and I know a spot with a decent rock feature. <laughs> so I was going to try and hit that up, but then I passed it and I was like, ah, oh, the other, I looked at my guy and I was like, ah, oh, that rock feature place doesn't have any, um, uh, off highway vehicle trails near it. Oh yeah. So we'd be taking the road then, which is not allowed. Yeah. And just, it should be meant or just should be said for Burton timber that, that's not necessarily true. You have certain portions of the road you are allowed, but they do have a new map, a new uh, map out 
Oh, maybe sorry. It's not the road. The pipeline. Pipeline. Because the pipeline yeah. runs parallel the road. Yeah. So the road. The pipeline, we were wondering about the road with the bridge because there was not a clear. Obviously, we can't go in the river. So then, it's mm-hmm. the only other option is the bridge. Except that main road or the main bridge there has a sign on it now that says no lugged vehicles, which to me would mean ATVs. Oh. Uh, yeah. Touche. And there is the bridge that's like through that little campsite that we found. Yeah. But so it that's was hit or just miss. Barely wide enough. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, it was hit or miss because we did, we were on the road there right by the campsite for a minute and the RCMP that came by just didn't say anything about the road. They just kind of made sure that we were being safe and that's it. So I think either they have bigger fish fish to fry on the May long weekend or it's kind of one of those gray areas. Yeah, they must have bigger fish to fry. But anyway. uh, So yeah, so I, yeah, I passed that spot, looked at my guy and I was like, ah, frick man, it's empty early in the weekend because it was a little soupy to go in there on Wednesday afternoon mm-hmm. and then my girlfriend actually suggested the spot and I was like yeah that's a, probably a good call this weekend yeah so yeah we went there and set up and yeehaw yeah it was perfect and it was it's yeah, a long enough spot to there where there could have been more people but luckily with every with how we set it up it was a little bit spaced out so not really enough room for another site nor did anybody try yeah, so, and we had good. to be spaced out for the COVID restrictions. For COVID, yeah. You betcha. Yeah, Separate yeah. campfires and everything. You betcha. Um, yeah, so we had planned two different routes as well <clears throat> based on some what we saw from the satellite. And we're like, oh, this looks cool and this looks cool. But then you get there and it's like all cut. It's all been like uh, clear cut and the road's almost non-existent anymore. Mm-hmm. And soupy and full of people was the other road. And then we thought this other road I was like, Oh, I've never seen it. Never even thought to go left on that one road. And then uh, I go to go left on it. And I instantly remembered why, because there was a, no, a sign down that says no camping and no fires. So oh yeah. That's right down the down pipeline down road, right? Or like right, well, right by the compressor. Left. Yeah. Yeah. Right by the compressor. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it, it's always, it's always kind of a mashup. Like you can do all the floor planning you want. But unless you're actually there and can mm-hmm. see it, mm-hmm. and from what I can tell, I'm always braver when I'm just in my truck. Like versus all in the fifth wheel. Well, like yeah, but I, I'll mark stuff down in the in the uh, in like guy or whatever. <laughs> like I know I do it, so but like <laughs> I know to take my own notes at a grain of salt. Mm. But like I'm like, oh yeah, great fifth wheel spot, and then you're, you you get like, there and it's like in the truck. <laughs> And then you get there Is and you go, it? oh, man, what <laughs> was I thinking? There ain't no way I'm going in yeah. there. So. Yeah. Yeah, we ended up fat. So do all the pre-planning you want. If at all possible, highly recommended to, like, especially an area like Burnt Timber. Go there once, get your Gaia set up, and mark, 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 yeah. mark. Yeah. Yeah, take an afternoon and just go and drive through and mark all the spots, especially if you're, like, in the middle of the week. There's much less yeah. people there. You can see all the places still that you might want to try for the weekend. Yeah, and I, I know it is really annoying to get out of your truck all the time, but if you get out of your truck and or take your truck off the road and but pull into the camp spots. Yeah, and make sure you can pull in. They like, they'll, yeah, they're like fork, mm-hmm. right? And maybe maybe you can put up with a little bit like a 
I don't know, maybe you can put up with a little less trees, but it's got great river access. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can't see that from the road. You might see a spot and go, oh yeah, okay, it's okay. Until you get in there and go, oh shit, the other side of this campsite is, there's the river. Yeah. Or like, And sometimes that happens, but you're like, oh, it's a sweet river spot, right? So you tell all your friends to go there and then you like pull up, you're like, like no one's there. And then there's the spot, but there's a 30-foot cliff onto the river. Oh, yeah. And you're like, hmm, mm-hmm. not so good for dogs. Mm-hmm. Not ideal. Because dogs dogs tend to look at the cliff and go, yeah, I can probably make it. I that. can make it. And you're like, no, <laughs> please don't try. <laughs> yeah, that's a leash all the time type camping. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, yeah, I highly recommend being able to go out there and, like, actually go there. And if obviously that's not always possible, but uh, – yeah, and sometimes you, you just when take you're close to home. Yeah, and sometimes you just take whatever site you can get with a grain of salt, right? You you're gonna get there even with all the floor planning, like you said. You're gonna get there and still find that it's not ideal, and then okay, well maybe I'll keep going. Nine times out of ten, yeah. If you come across a spot that you think is really good, and but you're not maybe quite sure, keep going because there's usually a better one. Yeah. That's what we found every, almost every time we go somewhere and like trying to find a spot. Okay, here's the spot that I thought I wanted. It's okay or it's occupied or something. Okay, let's keep going. Oh, here's another spot. Looks okay. Now nah, let's try again. And we find some of the best spots by doing that. And we're like, man, if we would have stopped back there where we originally planned on or the next spot that was available, we wouldn't have found this spot. Market. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Maybe we'll get to the point with this too that we'll like have a Patreon page or something. We can share all of our marked spots. You become a oh, Patreon yeah. for a dollar a month or whatever it is, and a we'll give you our dollars. GPS spots. <laughs> yeah, definitely not a bad idea. Yeah. So, uh, what cool gear did we get this weekend? Uh, well, I guess, yeah, new stuff to try out is, mm. I guess, I haven't really talked about my rig at all. I don't think of what we did. I, did we did episode two? Oh yeah. So anyway, happy to report the rig. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Happy to report the, the <clears throat> truck is running excellent, and I don't know that dually platform really lends itself. You're right. We didn't talk about like your full tent on the dually setup yet. We've mm-hmm. talked about your your fifth wheel and like wanting to go on the dually, but we haven't actually seen it on yet which this was the pretty much the first weekend out that we had it on the truck right third weekend first weekend with me (laughs) pretty much our Um, our first weekend (laughs) yeah exactly so yeah we i got like this uh cheap topper and spent some time on it fixed it up welded some broken welds and uh welded in some bracing and then bolted it down to the the truck and then put the rooftop tent on the top of the topper. It's got like a, what do you call that? A racks aluminum. It's like rack a ladder system. rack. Yeah. It's like yeah, a, a con- it's a contractor's canopy. It should yeah, be a ladder like rack. Airy, airy yeah. canopy. Yep. Yeah. So the cut the like they had like six inch poles hanging off the top of that contractor rack to keep the ladders in. I would assume. Mm-hmm. So you yanked those off and then fired up the welder and then kind of just beefed up a few of the welds. And then there was also like one of the cross members, all the other cross members, the two, there's one cross member at the front and the back and the middle, but the front and the back are braced 
three times throughout and the one in the middle is not braced at all <laughs> from either side so <laughs> i really secure yes so i may have welded some more aluminum to it to beef it up a little bit <laughs> and uh i'm glad i did because it's pretty rock solid that's good but uh happy how everything is running and i put a little piece of mdf that's got mucho bow to it now that it's been sitting out in the rain with the furnace strapped <laughs> and to it. mdf was not a good choice yeah but it was cheap and it was there so yeah. that's what i used <laughs> yeah use it for now and i wasn't sure if i was gonna like it but anyway so i got yeah. the root the tent the furnace strapped up there and it's uh, pretty easy to unstrap and you have access to it and have a long enough propane hose that it goes down to the ground mm-hmm. where you just put a 30 pounder and yeehaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that all working great. Well. Um, also, though, my solar panels are exactly the width of the box or between of the like two the inside drawers. of the canopy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I... <clears throat> Got some angle iron and then put two, like bolted two pieces, or it's actually angle aluminum, and then bolted two pieces to the side and then got some more angle aluminum and then welded that from side to side because for some reason the topper's not square, which is weird. I could see it. Just kind of like, but like not, not kinda, perfect. Yeah, but like it's not even close. Well, it's like, been it's apart like, a couple times too, though. Yeah, but it's almost like someone made it to fit like a box of a truck. You know what I mean? Like, still should be square. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, all right. The the drawer diameters are like out four or five inches. Oh, so okay. I, yeah. So I had to weld some cross bracing in, otherwise the panels would fall off of the track kind of thing that I was making. Oh, right. Makes any sense. Yeah. So it's like a little mini shelf. Yeah. But yeah, so we got those out and those charge holy something. Those something are new panels us. too, right? Yeah, we uh, ended up going with a, a set of like pretty inexpensive long E315s, uh, split cell five bus bar um, mono panels. They're like 40 by 60 roughly 40 by 72 no yeah your old ones were 40 by 60 and these ones are still 40 by 60 no they're bigger they don't fit in your bags 40 oh 40 by 62 oh 62 maybe oh you said yeah okay sorry what did i say 72 you said 70 sorry anyway the um i have to resize my bags which i'll get to eventually but (laughs) add it to the list Add it to the lift of stuff I got to get to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like hooking that up to the battery and like we also upgraded from an AN to a BN. Uh, these, uh, what are they? EP ever solar controllers. And my gosh, like this, okay, I'm overloading my 40 amp panel, but like I saw 40, 40 amps on that, on that controller, which is maxed out and she was not sunny. Yeah, and that's the panels impressive. were not directed at it. I was super impressed. Like, yeah, yeehaw. Yeah, no shit. That's crazy. And for the price, like, man, some people overpay for solar like crazy. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I was doing forty amps into my little my. It's a big twelve volt panel. <laughs> Your little twelve volt. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is way slicker than running a generator. Yeah, like, the generator's slicker, but this is better. <laughs> and yet, we still ran the generator. Yeah, well, 
sometimes you're too drunk to put the solar panels out and look after them. And so sometimes other people used. don't have solar panels and need a generator. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it's also nice too with those big panels. Like I can charge stuff really relatively quickly on a sunny day. Like my battery's not that big. Right. Yeah. So if I can charge my battery, I can jump over to your battery or somebody else's battery. Or yeah. If, or... if yours is done, then move on to the next and day's not even half over. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. And like I was, I was pulling 20 amps at 10 o'clock yeah. in the shade. In the shade with the t- panels laying on the ground. Spot straight up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not even going to bother moving these things. Yeah. No kidding. That's awesome. But yeah. Because yeah. you bought some lights that were super schmuckum. Schmuckum. Also has some v- very cool photos on our Instagram page. Yep. If you want to see photos of the lights. Mm-hmm. They're very, very awesome. Jealous. They're, they're pretty nice. So they are hardcore lighting. Core is K O R R. They're the, the one is a lifestyle 1.3 meter. Uh, they're called like an easy fit something easy fit waterproof. It's what's, what makes these lights really cool is that they come inside a weatherproof bag that has the little ribbon sewn into the top of it that slides into the track of our tents. So where the awning would go or where the annex would go or where your travel cover goes this light slides into that track and then you just plug it into the wiring that you have to hook up, which I hooked up on site while we were camping. Cause you're a badass. Cause I'm it. yeah. Be a bam. Is that a bam? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Usually it's a bam. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I hooked all that up, got those going. We got the one for the outside. We got two little pods, which my lovely wife, Rebecca figured out to hang on they have a magnet and then they have these little elastics on them as well. She figured out to hang them on the tie downs for the um, side of the tent. Those, what are those yeah, called? Like guide wires? Auto tension. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. they're like the auto tensioner metals. Yeah. They're, they're not auto tensioners, but they're just they're, like the like tensioner the, of that yeah. rope, basically. The rope that secures the extended um, awning. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we hung them on there. So we had that nice illuminated back towards the truck. And then also so that you didn't trip over the wires when you climbed out or in of the tent. And then that one that was in the top, actually the cool thing. So it has that track and then it also has some Velcro loops. So we put it inside the uh, awning. So it just yeah, kind of like shone down. Top. Yeah. Like the ceiling. I don't know. What you want to ceiling. Call it. Yeah. The part that extends out over top of the ladder. I think they yes. call it an extended awning. It's not or really an awning. Extended but, awning top. Yeah. Mm. So we put that one in there and then I got one as well that clips onto the tent pole inside the tent for like your and living room light or your tent light on the inside. So those worked out mint and uh, yeah, very impressed. Super, really good quality. They were very affordable. Uh, like I think I paid 150 bucks for all of them. So pretty good stuff. Hardcore lighting. Check them out. Hit of the weekend for sure. Yeah, I'll say. <clears throat> and our furnace was the other thing. Uh, you needed to fill with diesel. Double check your bloody diesel. <laughs> yeah. 
check your damn diesel the, during the day <laughs> so you don't have to wake up at 2 a.m. and fill it like Graham had to. Sounds not enjoyable. Somebody forgot to remind me, and then oh, I forgot to remember. Right. <laughs> it is your fault. You're supposed to remind me about those things. So, yeah, my apparently it was cold the first night we were there. So my heater blew through probably three quarters of the tank. It's only a five liter, so it probably burned four because um, I started it at about 1130, and then I was up at two, and it was bone dry, so I had to fill it. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So it'll burn, yeah, it burns quite a bit, I guess, more than I kind of thought it would. But that was cranked as well. It was pretty cold. We got to minus nine. So pretty chilly. But um, it also then quit at like six o'clock in the morning for Just... unknown reasons. Just stopped. And we had charged your battery that night, didn't yep. we? Yeah, we char- it was yeah, charging yeah. all day. Yeah. So it wasn't a voltage thing. And yeah, uh, it still could have been. Still could have been, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it did that. It's done that before. So the trouble was that it was late enough in the day where it was warming up already. And so it wasn't worth mm-hmm. getting out to see what the error code and to like restart it. I could have restarted it from the tent, but I wanted to see the error code. But then I didn't want to get out at that time to see the error, co- error code. <laughs> and then by the time I got out of the tent at 8.30, it had shut off and didn't show me a code anyways. So, should have just restarted it, but oh well. Alas. Alas. And yours worked really well. Yeah, my propane furnace has been, it obviously has the downside of not being proportional. Like, yeah, it's, all, it's either huge. On or off. And it's huge but, and uh, hard to haul around. Harder than mine. Is it though? It's harder than mine. Yeah. He, that's fair enough. Mine's in a bloody like, small suitcase. Yours is. That's true. Uh, four by four box and three 30 pound propane tanks. Yeah, that was a little excessive, but <laughs> it's better than getting in trouble for it being cold. This is true. Um, because I don't want to deal with that, let alone have my girlfriend deal with that. No, and like you have the furnace, and then to be cold is very annoying. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, on that note though, I was there for five nights, and I would probably get about I was very liberal with my propane usage and I would say that if you do about 30 pounder in five nights which is you might be low good, yeah. you might be low on the last night but like considering you're also in there it's also the start of the season so like you're running pretty consistently mm-hmm. like I would say maybe 50% of the time well, the nice and, thing with yours too is that you're running it off of a thermostat. So if it does end up being warmer, then it shuts off. Whereas yeah. the diesel ones don't really. They they run off a thermostat, but the thermostat is in the outlet of the heater. So like it's not detecting the temperature of inside the tent like yours is. We also, uh, so Sandra's furnace has a plus and minus like remote on it, which is slick, but also we found running it in the temperature comp or the temperature mode, like ten- temperature programming mode. Mm-hmm. It's really struggles. Yeah. Cause like if you set it to like 22 degrees or something, it's like, yeah, 22 degrees. And then go like it undershoots. And then when it, 
like basically somebody screwed up the PID loop because like it mm. undershoots and then like full throttle. Yeah, like it can't, it can't have like a happy medium and just kind of keep it at the same temperature. It's either cold up to temp and then cold and then up to temp and then cold up to temp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we found running it in the um like the like the fuel delivery mo- mode, which is like the P mode, I guess. Mm-hmm. So when you run it in the P mode, you can like depict how much fuel you want to send it. And then it Full controls sand. the f- Full send all the, the time. No. <laughs> but I was surprised, man. We were running that thing on like like 1.8. 1. 1.8 to like 2.2. Okay. Which is 1.3 would be the lowest and 5.5 would be the highest. Oh, okay. Within the normal, normal parameters of the controller. Okay, yeah. So you're still on the low side. And yet, it, low side. and then it kept up. Yeah. <clears throat> and <clears throat> I figure she's burning about two and a half to three liters a night. Yeah, which would sound fairly close, I think, to mine then. Because, like, yeah. I don't know exactly how much was in it either. I know it was blown dry at like two o'clock in the morning, in the morning, the second night. So <clears throat> it would have burnt five liters in like a night and four hours night and a bit night and a half yeah yeah but that being said mine was also on like full tilt full send 45 degrees and fan was at 10 so i don't have the programmable between the two all mine is is you can set the temperature or set the fan speed one or the other Mm -hmm. or and then i guess both but what i found the last couple times is i turned the temperature down and kept the fan at, at full hot and it, the temperature was like substantially lower, not even like in the middle of the night, you're still freezing and you look at the thing and it's like blowing kind of cool air into the tent. So it's judging the temperature at the heater, which doesn't work because then it goes through six feet of hose outside and then into a large tent with, at the time it was only me in there. So I think mm-hmm. it, the temperature needs to kind of stay up on mine anyways. And then, yeah, it worked just fine till whatever reason. It, and actually whatever reason it quit was I'm thinking maybe over temperature because the hose, I, when I looked in the morning, the hose was kind of coiled a couple times. Oh yeah. So I think it backed up, couldn't dissipate the heat properly. Yeah. Cause on Sanders, there's like a, like a sail switch indication, right? So on the controller, if the sail switch is working, it'll tell you that the sail switch is working. So like it's verifying that yes, there's enough airflow through this heater for me to ignite it. You know what I mean? I don't. Sail switch? Yeah, like a sail on a boat. Yeah, but why would there be a sail switch on there? So it's a, it's like a micro switch, but it's placed in the path of the, uh, are you there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a, it's like a micro switch with like a big surface area, like piece of sheet metal or something that's placed in the path of the, the airflow really. 
so that when the airflow goes past it, it moves and activates the micro switch. So huh. it's, it's basically confirming that there's enough <clears throat> air moving through the furnace to move the micro switch. So that means based on how much like sheet metal you put on the micro switch, you can tell how much air you're moving, right? So uh, if I you see. block the end before it over temps, the sail switch will turn off because gotcha. you don't have any airflow. Yeah. I don't think mine's that smart. Hmm. Mine's literally the body and the fan and the tube. That's it. I guess you've had it apart. Yeah. There's nothing else there. There's no valve. You, there's no switch that I can tell anyways. Then to be honest, that sail switch might even just be like hard, like a jumper. A, yeah. That they have flopped because it's not there. So just assume it's good to go. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, we got some uh, good drone footage as well. Mm -hmm. Ran through a couple batteries with our new fancy... Um, new fancy? New fancy licenses. Oh, new fancy licenses, yeah. Um, so, yeah. The, uh, what drone is that? It's a Pro, right? It's a Mavic, Mavic Pro. Pro. Yeah, so it's getting on like five years old now. Yeah, that, and that's like 4K video and everything still. Yeah, I don't know. It... <laughs> It like it seems to downgrade it when you download to your phone. Hey? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure it will. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I do keep the large files here, so yeah. I have to do that tonight. We'll but, have to get uh, some of that. We'll get up a YouTube channel here. Go on. Yeah, one of these days. Yeah, <laughs> put piece together some video. Do like each weekend on a on one show, kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, Episode three. Seeing, seeing instead of seeing our lovely heads, Bob. Yeah. Topping, talking head pieces. Maybe we'll do our heads in the bottom right corner with some drone footage in the background. Oh. <laughs> so maybe we need like. Does that mean we need like forty minutes of drone footage every? Pretty every much, episode? and then that means that our wives have to drive the truck, so that we can get out every five seconds and take a video of the truck driving by. Oh my! Like my true overlanders gonna love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Sorry. Sorry if anybody no. wants to see that. <laughs> no. That was the one. That's the one thing with the uh, all the channels and, and uh, people that we follow. I like love to watch that that footage, and I love to watch those shows. And a few of them, like uh, Epic Family Road Trip, Lifestyle Overland, X Overland, all those guys, amazing footage. There is no way in hell I'm going camping and doing that much work. <laughs> yeah right no chance like, they get out every five seconds to stand there and take a picture of the vehicle driving by and then that vehicle has to stop and they get to run and catch up or you gotta turn around and go get the camera person uh, no why don't we just hire some cinematographers oh yeah sure with all the money just buy have, did you win the lottery send... recently yeah like I cannot afford that <laughs> <laughs> I can barely afford to teach myself to learn <laughs> right yeah, would be nice. Good times. <laughs> Not going to happen anytime soon. No. But yeah, good drone footage. We also practice some like technical drone flying or like mm -hmm. uh, just like going around objects and like going through objects. Mm -hmm. It was interesting. It definitely kind of like I thought I was pretty good. And then I I kind of like looked up as I was doing it. And the, it was also like 15 not win. 15 mm -hmm. not wins at least mm -hmm. so like i thought i was i thought i was staying a lot closer to the trees than i was 
And then you look up and it's blown off. Yeah. I was like, wow. I thought I was way (laughs) closer to that stuff than I was. Yeah. And I was like 10 feet from another tree. I'm like, yikes. Yeah. That was when I was doing that too. It was the same. Like I, I got through and thought I had that nice figure eight going. And then you get out to the outside of the last tree and go to turn and then look at the screen and look up and the drone is, yeah, 20 feet away from the tree. Man, I thought I was right beside the damn thing. <laughs> right. Just blue. Wide angle lenses. Yeah. And just blew it. And yeah, this... one of our, uh, hmm? oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go. No, you go. No. I was going to say one of our buddies that came out with this this weekend had, um, he bought like an insulated ice fishing tent. From, oh yeah. So this from, is, uh, the gl- camp glamping. What's it? Glamping. It's camp like, glamp or something. Oh, oh backcountry glamping. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. This is yeah, but Trent, like, uh, Trent. He's got the hot tub as well. And yeah. so uh, we'll, he's got the hot we'll tub have him on the show here too. Yeah. And it was slick, man. Like, yeah, I need were, one. If you had some money to burn and like we're looking and investing in a pretty legit tent, like you'd be hard pressed not to, especially if you didn't have a furnace yeah. already. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know if I'd want to the... sleep in there though. There's no floor. Uh, and you can get floors for them. Oh, you can. But sleeping right next to a wood stove makes me nervous. That's true, especially in a polyester thing. But polyester, polyester was... tent, or polyester sleeping bags. Yeah, he did say it was FR rated, which he did pay like a good chunk of cash for it. So Yeah, I don't know. I still get nervous. But anyway, <laughs> it's got like this uh, little uh, stainless steel uh, furnace or heater, like a wood burning stove. Wood burning stove. That's yeah. what I was looking for. You betcha. <laughs> and um, it has like some nice windows on the side and some yeah. like dampers and like yeah, input full dampers, chimney. output dampers, and then chimney <laughs> up the top, this bark arrestor on the top. Yeah. It's pretty slick and it's bloody yeah. hot. And if you, you do like, not need a lot of wood. No, they call it a, it's a sauna or something, right? Designed mm-hmm. to be a sauna. They sell it with like um, rings that you can put rocks in and pour water on. It becomes a sauna. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Man, it's like the hot tub. Hot tub is is perfect. Those nights in the winter too, even when you're chilly or even at this time of year when it's cold at night and the fire, you get a fire that you're warming the front side and then your backside's always cold. Jumping that thing, you're 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 heated right to the bone. Yeah, it's beauty it right is. before you go to bed. Yeah, I definitely liked it. Mm-hmm. Makes Might me want one. Grow. Yeah, <laughs> might have to buy. Might have to buy later. <laughs> later. Much okay. later. Much mucho later. If they're listening to this podcast though, like hit us up. Man. Please I, support us. We want we want some. We we want some and like I got I could give you some free oil changes or something. And we're all up for shameless plugs, even though we oh. have like fifty viewers. Yeah. <laughs> shameless plugs all dirt. <laughs> yeah, we so back to the spot we had some good off highway vehicle trails that yep. we've been on before but we had easy access which is nice for us and then and we only uh, went out for like a 20 minute ride a 20 minute ride yeah because <laughs> my side by side broke which is one minor reason but yes, man, when you it don't... wasn't mine this time <laughs> although i still broke and mine, too. mine was still driving yeah whatever mine drives too it's well. just very loud oh yeah yours <laughs> did break as well so yeah i know poo on this whatever <laughs> but um yeah, it was it was nice to get out on the trails and uh, just something fun to do throughout the day. Like, is it worth bringing every trip 
for the weekend, if you're, especially like this time of year when it's kind of cold out and you're kind of don't have like a shower to go shower in mm-hmm. and like a place to get warm after, like, you know, like we had the sauna. Yeah, we did. But like, it's don't usually nice thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. Well, it was, I think it was one of those things too, where we got, when we got there on Friday, uh, like later, and then Friday is kind of the setup and hang out. And then Saturday was kind of, it was really nice in the morning, but then it kind of got shitty in the afternoon. So then you're kind of, yeah. you're cold and okay, well now I'm going to make lunch and then, okay, well now it's still kind of cold. So do we go for a ride? Okay. Well then I'm going to get all dirty and muddy and then I'm still going to be cold. Yeah. Not my idea of the most fun. No, I probably could have done without even bringing it, but whatever. Yeah. We did go for a little ride just to make it kind of worthwhile. And that was super fun. So yeah, Um, I find it's, it's normally worth it. Even if you just get on it for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then packing up was a bit of a breeze. We uh, had some uh, family members that were camping at a different campsite come help us. And that was uh, excellent. I was quite pleased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I will say this though: like, don't come rob my truck if you're looking at it. But it is, or like, listening to this. But like, it is mighty nice to leave the truck like full of all your stuff. Ready to go, like, set, not fully. <laughs> like the big stuff comes out, like yeah. batter, like battery chargers, projector, all that stuff. All the cheap out, stuff like, that's generally. not worth any money is still in there. Just... Yeah, but like, I guess if you add up all my cooking stuff, <laughs> or all, all our cooking stuff, yeah, then it, it is like, but yeah, it's it's kind of nice to be like done and put away. All I need to do is throw the valuables back in it, like the air compressor and whatnot, mm-hmm. and then, uh, yeah, twenty liters of extra gas and yeehaw. Yeah, it is. It is nice, definitely. I've, that's the one thing I'm I'm still trying to work on slash hate not hate but slash would really like is a dedicated rig Mm because it's definitely a pain in the ass to get home and the last thing you want to do is go and take all your shit in the house well don't get me wrong man there's still lots of stuff that's still gotta come inside well yeah but you know what i mean truth truth I have to take Truth. literally everything inside except the tent that is mounted to the truck. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's bolted down inside. Unless it's it bolted down, yeah. Everything else comes in. <laughs> too funny. Except my traction boards. Oh, no, they're bolted down too. Never mind. <laughs> they stay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So well, all that's that all we a... got for this episode. Yeah, but... that was a pretty good trip. It was nice. Yeah. So... Definitely a well put together weekend. Yeah. I'm glad I. I wish I had gotten my shower out sometime throughout the weekend, but it was just one of those weekends where you couldn't shake the cold. Yeah. Like it would get long enough. It would get warm long enough for like you to take your hoodie off and then it would just get cold again. You're like, ah, yeah. Well, and it was shower later. It was super like, it was really nice for an hour and then it was cold mm-hmm. for an hour and then it was, uh, might be kind of lukewarm, nice again for half an hour and then it was cold again. It was very yeah. up and down. So not ideal for showering for sure. That was, I pretty much, I always <clears throat> think it's funny too. And we should do another episode maybe of like clothing. 
mm, and like what to take. One thing I was going to say we should suggest, yeah. Yeah, because I always take more than I'm going to need just in case, right? So you, and then with if we're taking the side-by-sides, then it kind of, you change Triples. what you're going to take, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Take all your riding gear as well. But I yeah. always go with like, I'm probably going to be cold. So take more warm things. But then I'm like, hmm, what if it's nice out? Do I need to take short? No, I literally, I didn't need to take anything. I wore pretty much the same thing that when I got there on Friday to when I left on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> same pants, same uh, thermal, same sweater. Didn't need a jacket though. That was nice. But, I definitely had a few different changes of clothes, like one for every day, yeah. but like maybe not in a different pants for every day, mm-hmm. but definitely had a few pair of sweatpants, but you were there for longer too, though. I, yeah. I was going to, but then I thought like, I'm, I'm wearing one shirt. It, I don't smell. So <laughs> I'll just wear it again. So I don't have to dirty another shirt because the Alberta camp overland. shirt. <laughs> no, it wasn't actually. Oh, was it? No, it was another one. But I was going to wear that one, and then I'm like, well, it's just going to be underneath a sweater all day, or under, underneath a thermal and then a sweater, because it was still bloody cold out. So just wear the same clothes. Cool. Sorry, I need a little yawn there. Yeah, and I was drinking. Still recovering. So. Still recovering. <laughs> I'm wearing my Alberta Overland shirt now, though. So shameless plug for Alberta Overland because I'm wearing their shirt. Uh, super good group. Everybody in there is really nice. They all share ideas and everything. Um, and they've got really nice swag. This shirt is one of the most comfortable shirts I own. So just if anybody's wondering. And that's saying something. You got a lot of shirts. I got a lot of shirts. And if anybody wants to give us some free shirts, we like shirts. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm no strangers to shameless plugs yeah shameless plugs exactly back again <laughs> ugly head yeah so uh i think that's all we got hey yeah definitely that's it for this podcast and uh join us again for another ass episode or episode four of season one we don't know what either of those are going to be yet we will let you know (laughs) you'll find out (laughs) when we have it (laughs) (laughs) yeah thanks for tuning in to adventure required let's go camping let's go